Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey. Hey, Gore. I think that's one of the brother's names, right? <laughs> yeah. Hey, other brother whose name I don't know. <laughs> yeah, one of them says the other brother's name a lot, and the other brother doesn't mention it throughout the entire movie. I didn't even write it down in my credits. I should get wow. the actual name. Uh, I uh, The uh, princess has been captured. Oh, uh, the canary has been taken. we got to free the canary from the cage. It's a whole thing. Haha, <laughs> comedy. Wow, it's a metaphor. I love metaphors. <gasps> Wait, no, I want the metaphor. Give me the metaphor. <laughs> you want the metaphor. That's okay. I liked it better without the metaphor. Actually, I don't like the metaphor. You can have it. Ah, that's okay. I liked the metaphor. <laughs> Let's do that joke four times in the movie. <laughs> At least that joke's better than the... <gasps> oh, man. <laughs> what a classic. Don't call this movie a classic. Don't call this movie a classic. <laughs> What a classic. What a what a classic movie with classic jokes. Ugh. What a movie really trying to be a classic. At mm. least it was a movie trying to be a movie. Mm. Mm. It certainly was trying. Welcome to Oldie But A Goodie, the show where we review movies, and oh boy, have we got a doozy of a movie. Uh, if you haven't seen it, I implore you to not check it out. Um, <laughs> it might be on YouTube, don't watch it though. I implore you to look up things, because we will reference things, and you should go look them up, because it is horrifying. And spoilers and things, yeah, I think I think the cover photo is going to be the two guys, but you should look up the creatures from this film separately. I would put them all in there if I could, because, oh boy. Absolutely. Oh boy. My name's Sandro, your name is Zach. My name's Gore now. Oh. That's, that's my name. My name is, um, Kuchek. Kuchek. That was it. Kuchek. I think the guy mentions it once at the start, mm. and then just refers to him as, like, bro or brother. Uh, spoilers. Spoiler alert for the whole movie. On Google, uh, the sister is credited as Ismena and not as Kara, and that is incorrect, for she is both... And should be credited as both. Ah, that's funny. On Rotten Tomatoes, she's only credited as Kara. Interesting. I love that they tried to make that a twist. Yeah, no. I predicted it as soon as she showed up. <laughs> no, no. It was so obvious because at the start, they they specifically say they adopt two boys and a girl. Yeah. They, they're doing all these things that are meant to be super clever and they're not at all. <laughs> they're the dumbest things. So these guys are two, like, twins. They are bodybuilders, TV personalities, probably wrestlers. They feel like wrestlers. Is this whole movie just, like, an ego project for them? Uh, Because they never did anything else after this. Probably. Feels like it. I mean, they could have genuinely been trying. I don't know. (laughs) It's like, that's 
After like, this movie, it doesn't matter whether they wanted to do more things or not. Yeah, this one was so bad they couldn't get any more roles. Maybe that's it. I also get the feeling that like the film was good until they showed up, and then I just went, oh no. I did rather go downhill. Mm. Which is unfortunate, seeing as the movie's about them. Because it's like they've been kidnapped for their whole lives and have been forced mm-hmm. to like they've been yep. tortured they've basically yep. been forced to become super swole steroid boys yet as soon as they meet they're like we're cracking jokes <laughs> it's like, yep okay yep look it had problems mm. and i'm sure we'll get through all of them uh, or at least most of them. A few of them. Anyway. Why do the brothers kiss? Uh, <laughs> that's vital for the movie, Sandra. I don't know what you're talking about. That's the only movement I don't have any problems <laughs> okay. with. Um, as usual, this show is, uh, is, is brought to you by Patreon. So uh, to all our subscribers over there, thank you so much. If you aren't and do want to, you get bonus episodes. Plus a bonus review of Godzilla vs. Kong. We put that out. You can check it out if you want. Mm-hmm. We haven't seen it yet. What do you think your opinions on it were? My opinions were uh, better than yours. That's almost definitely... (laughs) Yes. Whether that means it was more positive or more negative, I don't know. We'll find (laughs) out. I'm sure your opinions were great. I'm sure your opinions were great. Just mine were better. That's I have the best opinions. Better than everyone else. Okay, I'm gonna build a website. It's gonna <laughs> keep out. No, no, no. Sounds uh, like a Squarespace ad. Um, <laughs> Squarespace. Yeah, sponsor, sponsor us. us. What would we even promote? Because like most of the podcasts that get sponsored by Squarespace are like we're about history. Go on Squarespace and learn about history. What would we be like? Are we like oh, well, we're we're a history podcast as well. The history of these old shitty ass movies. <laughs> it's true. So go on to go on to the website. <laughs> And look at all these shitty-ass movies that we've done. Look at our favourite quotes. This always happens as well. Like, we watch two great films in a row, and then we get something like this, and we're like, every film we do sucks. (laughs) It's all bad. Everything's bad. We hate it all. Life is pain. You know. Okay, Uh, so you picked it. Your other options were Anglish, uh, Spanish horror, about two people go to a cinema, watch a horror film. Someone in the audience is reenacting all the murders from the film in the audience. It's kind of cool. Mm. Yeah, yeah, sounds good. Uh, blind date rom com where Bruce Willis goes on a blind date. Love Bruce Willis, hate rom com. You like Bruce Willis? I mean, I guess it's the eighties. He was good then. Yeah, that that was his peak. That's that's when he's he's dying but harding. You know. Oh, that doesn't sound good at all. <laughs> it's hard for him to die. You know? <laughs> Would you say there's not much time for him to die? Uh, no time no. to die. James Bond out in October. That's no. Is he in that movie? He should. No, he shouldn't be. <laughs> I was gonna say he should be. Then I remembered it's a new film, and I was like, no, keep Bruce Willis away from all new films. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> um, and your other choice was Hard Ticket to Hawaii, where two hot cargo operators come across a stash of diamonds. Then a drug lord goes after him and tries to get him back. It stars Playboy models and is a part of a series of films called the Bullets, Ooh. Bombs and Boobs series. Wow. That sounded... Uh, Great. Ed- educational, mm. is what I was going to say. <laughs> Fun for the whole family. Anyway, the barbarians. 
released late March in 87. Now, I love this, because as soon as his name showed up in the opening credits, it was like, directed by Riguro Diodati, I went, wait a second, is he the guy that did Cannibal Holocaust? And he is the guy that did Cannibal Holocaust. Oh, Cannibal Holocaust! The most controversial film of all time. Nice! A movie so controversial, he got arrested after the premiere, because the authorities thought he filmed actual murders. Yeah, he directed this, and I found out, weirdly enough, he wasn't the first choice. They had an original director. I, I hate to say this, but I feel like he's not the first choice. I mean, he made one of the most influential films of all time. Yeah, that's true. It is very influential. Is it a good fi- It's It's an experience. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it, so I wouldn't. I I couldn't tell you, but I've heard many things. It is horror. You you will be scarred forever. <laughs> yeah, which is why I haven't seen it. I think they kill turtles on screen. Anyway, uh, it's also a canon group film, so it's produced by Menahem Golan, who was the director of that Sylvester Stallone film, Over the Top. So everything's connected to him. They're they're pretty over the top, you could say. <laughs> <sighs> Oh, oh, sorry. (laughs) Now, if anybody's wondering why we keep doing the the weird breathing in, one of the barbarians does that. He does that throughout the movie. His laugh is him breathing in, like, horrendously. Because they thought that would be funny. And it is single-handedly the worst part of this film. Is it a wrestling thing? Is that their wrestling thing? I have no idea. No. That's something that I think wrestling fans would find funny. I mean, sorry, wrestling fans. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I think it'd be more funny as like an intimidation or like yeah. make it uh, like it's more goofy, you know, which suits uh, like a wrestling persona, mm. not a, just a bit in a movie. I don't know. It's weird and it's really annoying when he does it i'm it, taken out of the movie i'm like please stop oh my god it was painful i hated that i hated that a lot that was definitely the worst bit of that movie for sure it, it, it's not a criticism it just really annoyed me uh and it's on no way near your level of worst thing in the film but as soon as the movie opens it says the barbarian brothers in yes. the barbarians and i was like yeah okay yes. we get it yes No, I love that, because we got two different fonts that I wrote down. But uh, we'll get to that, we'll get to that. Yeah, the two leads are the Barbarian Brothers. Um, Their actual names are Peter Paul and David Paul. Paul, great last name. I like Peter Paul. Peter Paul. Like Peter Parker. He was bit by a radioactive ladybug. A dog? Peter Paul sounds like, uh, Peter Paul, Paul's, Pick-a-Paul's. I don't know, it sounds like... Peter Paul. Peter Paul. Jeffrey Epstein was a Peter Paul. Pedophile. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> Ooh, not like that at all. No, that doesn't feel right. Hey, well, back to, to, the, to the Paul brothers. Uh, yeah, there's nothing really to say about them. They were just popular. Yeah, they were. What have they done? They're on TV a bunch. I think they did some wrestling. They probably did some radio they um didn't really do any movies though this was their big break into film and it didn't work let's just say it broke all right (laughs) (laughs) uh for the rest of the cast we've got richard lynch as the bad guy kadar or is it kadar Mm -hmm. the two brothers pronounce everyone's names differently because one of them says kara and one of them says kara (laughs) 
I think one of them's wrong, Sandro. Yeah. And, and that's the joke. Is that one of them's actively wrong? Because mm. one of them's smarter than the other? It could be the joke, or this could just be a bad film where the director didn't care no, I'm enough pretty to sure. correct it. No, no, no. No, I'm pretty sure that's the joke, because one of them's the dumb one, and one of them's the smart one. True. One of them has, like, a, a like different jawline. Like, they have different mm. jawlines for some reason. That's right. And that's how I could tell, and I could almost tell every time it was... It was the other one on screen, and I was like, huh. I can't tell why I can tell, but I can tell. Maybe it's just, like, the way they acted, because one was, like, big brute, one was more more smarter brute. Yeah, which is kind of why it reminded me of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, because, like, one of them was mm. very... Is it Donatello who's the smart one? Yes, I think so, Donatello. And then there's the dumb one, who's always eating pizza, and that was the other guy. Oh, so you didn't even have Raphael. Oh, that could be Kara. Why not? Because there was the big guy, because he was kind of like a, a Raph. I love the Ninja Turtles. Love Big them. fan. Big fan. And also on topic, because in Cannibal Holocaust, they kill turtles. So it'll, it's, all, it's, it's all connected this week, everyone. Wow. Eva LaRue plays Kara. She was in Robocop 3, and that's about it. She was in an episode of the Elm Street TV show that I keep forgetting to mention that was a thing. I think this was a big break. I mean, she's the only good person in this, probably. Yeah. <laughs> the villain's all right. I don't mind him. The villain? No. I, they, this is definitely a low-quality villain. I was not a fan of this villain. And I love villains. Mm. Villains are my favorite characters in almost any any piece of media. Okay. But this guy did not do it for me. Mostly because the start, with that long scene where he's <laughs> laughing and flailing around the sword. <laughs> yeah. That was the most unintimidating villain scene I've ever seen in my life. That went on anyway. for ages. And, like, the soundtrack kept looping. Yes. It was always comedic. It just kept because looping. It was, because it was so long for no reason anyway. <laughs> and there's the one as well where he's like, my smart plan to confuse the two brothers is to, is to turn my horse around. Yep, yep. This has got no critic score on Rotten Tomatoes, but an audience score of 45. Pretty high. Uh, 5 out of 10 on IMDb. So I kind of split down the middle. Hot damn. Don't find me too high. Hot damn. <laughs> That was a long lead-up to it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, you had to do the little chorus bit first. Yeah, anyway. $2.5 million budget. Uh, only have American numbers, but what do you think it made off... Uh, yeah, $2.5 million. You say 10. It made $800,000. Ooh. <laughs> um, That's a lot less than 2 mil. I don't know. I guess there's no critic score. I probably should have guessed that. <laughs> when there's no critic score whatsoever, that means no one saw it. But they still, they pumped a lot of money into this. Yeah. Into this. Like, you can see it in the effects. Like, they've got a lot of props and stuff yeah. for this movie. Man, even Warrior and the Sorceress made more money than this. <laughs> yeah. That's a shame. That's crazy. I mean, this is just American numbers. Though, yeah. So. I don't think it would have gotten, like, it probably got an Italian... Uh, premiere because it was also an, an Italian co-production, but I don't think it would have gone out to theaters anywhere else in the world. Maybe the Italian version doesn't have the awful breathing, laughing. <sighs> no, it would be like eh, <gasps> eh. Oh man, that's bad. <laughs> and I can make that joke. <laughs> can you? 
Anyway, the uh, ta- uh, taglines. There weren't any on IMDb, but there is one on Letterboxd. So uh, this is the, the, the tagline you're stuck with, I guess. I need a, I need a globe here so I can tick off each country and and place as we offend it. So yeah. we know that eventually we can have a globe that is just fully offended. Have we got all the major ones so far? Mm-hmm. I feel like we would I mean, have. We've got most of Europe, yeah. uh, all of the US. Not Canada. We haven't really made fun of Canada much. Uh, no, remember I had that Canadian Zach? Oh, that's right, you're not original Zach, you're Canadian Zach. Yeah, I'm Canadian Zach. Don't worry, we offended Canada a long time ago. I can't even remember which episode that was from, but that was good. That was a while ago. I'm still putting on my Australian accent Mm, for for these episodes. I could go back to my hoity-toity. No, no, no. That's that's Irish. That's that's Irish, yep. Uh, getting confused sometimes. See, and then tick off Irish, tick mm-hmm. off Canada. They're all ticked off. <laughs> yeah, they are. <laughs> they are all ticked off. <laughs> anyway, the tagline is warriors, conquerors, heroes. Yeah, not the worst line, honestly. Not the worst. What would be a better tagline? <laughs> <laughs> no. If you liked Conan, uh, you won't like this. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll jump into it. Personally, I hated that the soundtrack was all 80s synth, because it really took me out of the fantasy world. What? 80s synth is 99% of all fantasy. What are you talking about? You're watching Conan and you're like, oh, it's this wonderful orchestral score. You're not like, oh, pumping beats and synth. I love pumping beats and synth, though. I do, but not in a fantasy. I'm okay with it in fantasy. Uh, I like synth in all sort of fantasy genres stuff because mm. there's that sort of 80s era where synth was getting really big and you have some of those, like the never-ending story. Didn't that have a bit of synth and stuff in it? Um, I can't remember. I don't... Uh, a little bit, not much. I don't know. I don't know. It, it's just... Uh, synth is very 80s and stuff for me, so it reminds me of old old movies and stuff like this. I don't know. I was fine with synth. I like synth. I'm a big fan of synth. I'm usually a big fan, but I don't know, just in the period setting. Yeah, I know it did. I did remember at the time going, this is interesting choice for music. So that's fair that it took you out. Uh, Did did you like the font though and how it uh, it comes on screen and then dissolves in a rather epic way? Yeah, well, let's talk about it. So first they, they go the... Barbarians, the Barbarian Brothers in yes. the Barbarian, but the Barbarian Brothers has its own unique font. Yes, before the other font. So I thought the first one was the font it was going to use, and I wrote that down. It was like green mm. with like a white outline. Otherwise, it was like a normal everyday font. And then, bam! The second font, straight from GI Joe Power Rangers, big blocky. Angles, long shadows. Wow. Yeah, it was pretty intense. Yeah, it looks it looks straight from the Power Rangers. It did, it did. And then they went back to that like yellow outline one for the rest of the credits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's what you do. That's what you do. But yeah, it was a it was an odd choice to be like Barbarian Brothers in the Barbarians. Yeah, that was that was weird. Why did they do that? I don't know. I guess they're the Barbarian Brothers, but I. Mm. Is, I guess they were going to go around with the persona that they're the Barbarian Brothers. Yeah. Maybe maybe the the next the the sequel to this was the Barbarian Brothers in the Barbarians the Destroyers. I don't know. Yeah. 
I think the title, The Barbarians, it's a pretty solid title to describe them as well, because you got something mm. like Conan the Destroyer for the sequel. He doesn't destroy yeah. anything in that movie, so it's not like he's mm. not really a destroyer necessarily in that film. In this, they are barbarians. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's true. They're dumb. That's mm. for sure. <laughs> Very. Alright, it starts us off with a bit of narration as well. A lot of exposition. That that's that's gonna be my addition to the tropes. A classic trope that is still alive to this very day. Narration. Yeah, I'll add it, I'll add it. A trope that I think has been around since the fifties. Books existed probably, yeah. <laughs> since books existed. <laughs> An entire book is just narration. It is. Well you it's think just about telling it. you the story. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. How do... Since, since ancient times, narration... Technically, we're narrating right now. We are becoming narrators. Yeah, you're right. Oh my god, it's all narration. Yeah. The narration was very much like, and then this happened and this happened. But I liked it because the landscape we're looking at while the narration is playing was very cool it was like orangey with a bit of like yellow in the sky there were like skulls on on sticks it was very nice oh yeah the like battlefield Mm. yeah that was that was cool it's it's funny to see where all their money went (laughs) like you know they spent so much on these sets the sets the costumes the awful looking monsters yeah it was very visually well presented yes you know, the monsters were funny because they were bad. Um, but that probably cost them quite a bit. What did they pay the actors? Probably not a lot. Probably not much. I mean, they... Yeah, aside from the barbarian bros, they're all just TV actors. I guess they... Yeah, I guess they didn't have to afford them very much. They would have had to fly them to Italy. But, but yeah, the opening sequence is, is quite good. I, I actually enjoyed it. Aside from the wailing around, which we'll get to. The narration tells you about the old king who traded a mountain of gold for a gem containing all the laughter and joy and goodness and being a nice person and doing your taxes and shitting in the toilet instead of on the bed it's all the nice things in the world (laughs) so so nice Thank you, King. You're welcome. I'm the wise king. You were very wise. As as we're told, as I'm telling you right now, I'm the best because I knew that gold was bullshit, but laughter and happiness is good. That, you did know that. Get get wise done, dab. Um, I'm I, I just King. I'm just criticizing the fact that uh, yes. that you would give that ruby containing all the laughter and the poop going in the toilet and whatever to a band of artists well that's what we are that's 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 who we are what that's what we are we're a group we're a tribe but there's other kings in the area yeah so you calling yourself the great king when you're just a performer it's not entirely true well, I was more or less of a performer, but once we got the, the the gem of laughter and joy and whatever, we just had to go around and start singing and dancing and showing everyone. Hey, King. Hey, King. Yeah? What's up with the putting the gem in people's belly buttons to see if they're queen thing? Look, ah, don't, um, don't, uh, don't question the wise words of the King. Don't hey, King. question. 
don't don't question the fact that they all have to be virgins you know <laughs> that was my favorite line in the film oh we can have a new king hurry collect the virgin <laughs> that was very funny <laughs> yeah new queen yeah, yeah yeah that was good we'll get to the ending but it was um... wait we only have two virgins in the whole tribe <laughs> apparently and you can tell it's them because the gem fits in their belly button don't question my my choice of queen all right you know you know that the the gem only fitted in one he thought you know Mm. was the hardest looking (laughs) for sure (laughs) oh king oh wise king do not question the wise king's ways um, anyway, my tribe's gonna be all circusy, and because they're a circus tribe, they get free passage everywhere, which Yay. does literally nothing. That makes yep. The film starts with their the. Uh, <laughs> well, we'll go, we'll get into that. We'll get into it. But they've also they've adopted two brothers and a sister. It's important. Two, yep. three kids. They they adopt three abandoned kids. They're better actors than the Barbarian Brothers. Yep. The kids. They're good they're good kid actors. Good on them. Yeah, I like the kids. I guess they didn't really have much of a scene. They had that one scene where they both look at each other and then tell them that they bit off the fingers. Oh uh, yeah. Them at the same time. <laughs> that was funny. good. But that's about it. But anyway. anyway, so they are a band of traveling. They're pretty much a circus. They're a circus tribe. Yeah, they're a circus. They literally have a guy who's just a clown, and they're breathing fire in the jungle. They've pretty much just got a, a circus group yep. to be this tribe. There's a magician sort of guy who looks like um the Birdman. No, the helicopter guy yeah. from Mad Max. He looks like him. It's it's funny because they're not really a tribe. They are just a literal circus. Yes. And then they're going around, but because they have free passage, no one's allowed to attack them. Mm. And so we're joined immediately when people would just attack them. And there's literally no consequences for attacking them. Literally, I think the bad guy, they when they're confronted, just says no. When the lady's like, we have free passage. You're not allowed to attack us. With the... And the guy goes... No. Yeah, because he's a king. So in the description of the film, he's described as the warlord Kadar. Except in this yep. movie, he's got a castle and hundreds of people answering to his will. He's not just a warlord. He is like the emperor. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 like, you could still be a warlord. You could still be a lord, you know, with a castle mm, and stuff. Maybe if we saw the good guy's castle and it was, like, massive and way bigger, that would have added... To, like, his one being more of, like, a fringe group of people who want to take over. Do you know what else it would have added to? Money. The budget. Yeah. Um, they seem to not care about, about wasting money in this film, though, so... That's true. It. Let's do it. Uh, then uh, the best character in the film, Afro Guy, gets brutally killed by a, uh, an axe to the head. And we just see blood appear on his head. <laughs> And then he falls over and collapses. I love this. It's like a running theme. It's like a running theme in the movie is the violence isn't violent, but the after effects and the makeup on faces are brutal. Yeah, yeah, You just don't see how it happened. Props to the the makeup. I want to bring up uh, the warlords have these like horse tripper things these sort of spikes yeah. that they shoot into the ground and then like no, sides no, no, that's fling the up. circus that's the circus guy or is that oh yeah no the circus use them on the on the bat yeah yeah yeah, you're, yeah, right, yeah. You're, right, you're right anyway they look super flimsy and they were like waving in the wind and it was very funny yeah 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 it's like how how does that that mm, that doesn't look like it would work mm. um so so what happens is they're traveling along and then they get attacked by these like raiders and they they have to speed up they run away from them 
they do some stuff. They're all in these horse carriages, yeah, by the way. They're all yeah. in um, these caravans. And they're singing their songs, and they're all happy. Singing their songs, dancing happy, and then these raiders come along riding on their horses, and they try and catch up, and then they start fighting. Uh, one guy throws an orb that explodes. Mm, magician man. Yeah, magician man, but... Uh, he seems surprised that it explodes, so I don't think he's a very good magician. Probably not. Anyway, the princess is like, here's the gem, old man. Go hide it in the hiding spot. His name is Grayshaft. I thought it was very funny. I was like, Grayshaft. Grayshaft. <laughs> I, knew it. I don't know why I wrote that down, but I did. Wow. <laughs> so he, he's given the gem of ultimate joy and, and being nice and not telling lies mm, and yeah. investing in property. Mm. And buying up all the property and renting it to young people. And yes. making the housing market ridiculously expensive. Yes. Yeah, it's a good gem. I like the gem. Solid gem. It's a gem of a gem, one might say. And not raising the minimum wage. <laughs> uh, and, <laughs> and so he goes and hides the gem. Meanwhile, they think they got away from the bandits. And then immediately the the ba- there's another group of bandits in front of them. And they're like, ah, beans. And the leader's like, I'm powerful. I'm going to walk up and down your caravan, continuously threatening everyone with my giant sword. Oh, God, this is the worst scene of the movie. What was this? What the hell? It's like two minutes. So the bad guy rocks up and she's like, we we can't be attacked. We have the right of free passage. And he's like, no. He literally just says no, and then says some other stuff. But I like how his reply to that was just no. Yeah. And I'm like, well, fair. Mm. I mean, if you're making the rules, you could probably just go no and capture them. Nothing's stopping you. Yeah. Like, there doesn't appear to be any consequences for his actions. So No, no which is why I think the, the gem thing, this is just like a fringe group of, of hippies. Who were like, we've got yep. a magical gem, we're going to keep it safe. They're not like the rulers of the world. They're just like these. No, 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 no. Clearly, clearly not. But maybe maybe they had some sort of... Maybe people just like them, so they don't attack them. Yeah, maybe they're like the hobbits. Yeah. They're like, eh, they're there. Good on them. Yeah. But then this guy's just a dick and just attacks them for their magic gem. Yeah. He kills someone as well. He stabs his giant sword ever so slightly into someone's chest. Only after two minutes of him, like, laughing... A terrible laugh, by the way. Mm. Oh, sorry to criticise, but that laugh, it was like, ha 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 like this goes on for two minutes and i'm like what the fuck is happening canary is like being held by this giant muscle man and she's going no no it's just a lot of noise this isn't menacing this is stupid god it was lame i hated it so much anyway he eventually stabs someone and they're like no and then the kids pop out and are like, we're gonna fight you. And they fight him. And then one of them manages to bite his hand and then manages to rip off two of his fingers. He agrees to not kill these two brothers uh, if the queen becomes his personal slave. Yes. And he stays true to this. 
for the entirety of the film. Which good on him. See, which is which is a mark of a good villain. If he weren't so terrible. Yeah, he stays true to his words. Also, she doesn't tell them where the gem is, which you could say is being disobedient, which means she breaks her promise of being obedient, which means he could just kill the barbarians. That is true. But then he's also in love with her, apparently. <laughs> yes. So So what's happening there? Is he is he like not killing them to be merciful to her, except He's getting around it by trying to make them kill each other. Yes. So clearly he wants them to die and is just causing them to die. So he's not being endearing in any way by doing that. No. So what's what's the plot? What? Uh, plot reasons. Plot things? Yeah, no, no, no. There's a lot of plot holes through this movie and I'll point them out whenever I can. I feel like this was a script that uh, they found on a giant pile of leftover scripts and they were like, which ones can we write the Barbarian Brothers into? I think that's what happened because yeah. the script is not complete. It's not finished. She could have just told them where the gem is because the dragon protects it and they could have gone there and been like, ah, oh, we tried to get it, but there was a dragon there. Now yeah. we don't know what to do. You have to tell us how to defeat this dragon. And then they're in a stalemate where, you know, yeah. they can't go get the gem because it's a dragon. dragon. But anyway, that's yeah. it brings up its all other of these problems. It's but anyway. Of, it's a lot of plot to add to this movie um, by yep. doing that, I think. So, yeah, there's also this evil sorceress that works with Katara. I liked, I liked the sorceress more than most other characters. <laughs> she, was, she was cool. I did laugh when she said we must burn your fingers they could be used against you i was like that's kind of funny that's a funny line yeah what what do you mean i'm just i'm not seeing this movie do any like weird voodoo finger thing (laughs) oh right yeah i guess yeah like they could be used with magic against you i guess yeah i don't know and then she burns them with her hands that was cool uh she also asked them i like this she asked them who bit off the fingers and they both replied that they did they yeah. both did yeah. so they're like defending each other but you know it was the 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 raphael you know it was gore who bit off the fingers but but anyway they are sent to the pit they're both separated they haven't seen each other in many years many many years have passed and three of the actors have aged <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, I wondered if you were going to mention this but I'm going to mention it first the two barbarians grow up and everyone in the tribe is still exactly the same age apparently Yeah. so is everyone else it's only Kara and the two barbarians that ever age in this movie I mean, I mean look they do say back in the old days people aged older People lived longer back then. We People did live longer. That doesn't stop them aging, though. Mm, I disagree. <laughs> For the sake of this argument. But why do, why, do these two, why do these three people age rapidly into adults when the other teenage girl that's part of the tribe, like the wife of this one dude doesn't age a bit and she still looks very young because she didn't have to kill a dog in prison you see the two brothers they're forced to kill a dog and that i think makes you grow up mentally one of, one of them's they get a snake and he picks it up and he throws it at the the guard guy mm. which i thought was funny that guard guy was pretty funny that guy oh yeah so the bald guy with a the horn it was very funny. I liked him in every scene. He was a good... Yeah, no, he was a good actor. He was a good goon. Mm. Solid goonage right there. Because he's he's like, 
laughing at their misery. He he gets all frightened when things go wrong. He has a big. Uh, I wrote it down somewhere. He has a big uh, freak out when they they escape. Yeah, he does the Darth Vader. No, gets down on his knees. It was very good. Yeah, yeah, which was great. So props to that guy. Props to that actor. He was good. He looked a lot like the Rancor trainer. I don't think it is him. Yes, that's that's what I got. That's what I got as well. Because he was like the Rancor trainer when when the Rancor died. He had that same <laughs> sort of freak yeah. out when both of his big muscly goons left. Yeah. That's exactly what I thought. That's so weird. I I want to talk about the bad guy's plan. Because his plan is that he's torturing these two brothers uh, with people who are wearing helmets. Mm -hmm. And so one of the brothers has a helmet that's made out of gold. The the other one has like a steel helmet or whatever. So eventually, once they are forced to fight each other in an arena, they're both wearing the helmet that they were tortured by, which I think... It's pretty funny. Yeah, no, no, no. I think that's clever. That's that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty smart. I had a question. Why are those two the only ones that get super rip buffed, and the rest of the people in the pit are like malnutritioned, weak, and dying? Like, because there's a lot of exercise and stuff. But if you're not fed, hey, uh, I guess, I guess, I guess you could explain it away that they fed them up to kill each other. Yeah. Um, but we don't get an actual scene of that, so the movie doesn't explain it. But I can explain it for the movie, saying that they would, like, try and feed the bulk them up so they could kill each other, make a better show or something. I think they were doing that. Maybe they just found some sort of, like, steroids in the dirt, and they were like, what's this weird <laughs> mineral? And they started eating it, and they made them buff. What? <laughs> You may they they found a needle on the yeah. ground and they're like, ooh! ooh. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Look, all I'm saying is that I should not write serious movies. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. So they they've got to they've got to fight each other. The fight is super reckless because they're in this very mm. narrow uh, fighting arena with like these two yep. walls on either side. The walls are made of like wood and they're just like gates. Yeah. And so you have bystanders like reaching their arms through the gates and like jeering and everything. Uh, my favorite is one of them gets his hands chopped off. I was going to say that, yeah. And I'm like, thank God. Good stuff. <laughs> Fuck that guy. You idiots. These two guys are flinging around swords and you're jeering and putting your hands through the gate. What do you expect's going to happen? He deserved it, is what I'm saying. Yeah, I I don't disagree. Just think about your safety when you when you when you're seeing two goons try and kill each other. Mm. Also, they should have made better helmets. Like put proper straps, maybe not make the helmets out of cardboard. That would help. You know, yeah. that disintegrate on touch. Otherwise, this plan could have gone through, and I would be much more happy. Mm-hmm. Oh, well. No, it's wild. That was pretty ridiculous. I laughed so much at how quickly the helmets came off, and then as soon as the helmets were off, the queen was like, It's you two! Help me! And then immediately they were like, Oh, we're brothers, let's go! And they just left. <laughs> you gotta mention, they had a conversation first, it's like, Hey, you lump of hog piss! Why do you look like me? <laughs> and the other one's like, Gore, it's me! There's no mirrors, how do they know what they look like? Uh... Yes, exactly, that's what I was <laughs> gonna bring up. How the frick do they know what they look like? I guess they could see themselves in puddles or yeah. something. But, like, 
the ability to recognize yourself instantaneously. It's like, why do you look like me, you, you lump of hog piss? Yeah. He's like, Gagor, you idiot, it's me. And then the princess is like, hey, you guys need to save me. And they're like, oh, right, yeah, we're, b- we're best bros now. Yep. Let's escape without any conversation whatsoever, <laughs> any plan. We're just going to simultaneously lift the support beams <laughs> of uh, the building. Mm-hmm. Together, out of nowhere, they just working together now. Then push all the people back. They jump on horses. They ride off. Yeah. No one really chases them. No. Uh, even though the villain goes, get after them. There's, there's not really a chase or anything. They run away and they find the character who we later come to know is Kara or Kara, depending on who's saying it. Yeah, she's, yep. she's just she's stuck in a cage. Because the old tribe that they used to belong to, the entertainers, the performers, they have locked her up. Yeah, so... Here's bringing several questions. Every scene of this film brought questions. Yeah, there's there's no... <laughs> Nothing makes sense. She's from their tribe. I guess she left for a little while. Yes, but that's never explained. <laughs> no. That they just, like, somehow forgot because she stuck with the tribe. She wasn't captured and put into the pit or whatever like the rest of them. How did the rest of them escape? Weren't they all captured? I think they were all captured. Uh, uh, Or maybe they were let go, and that's a part of the Queen's plea? Yeah, but they never explain that. They don't ever say anything. So why don't they recognise her? They obviously don't recognise the barbarians, because it's been, like, years, even though, to be fair, they look exactly the same as years ago. Because clearly these boys have aged, like, at least ten years or something. Quite a bit. And even if they've escaped because of the Queen's plea, the Emperor guy, he would have gone to them thinking that they know where the jewel is. How are they all still alive? How aren't they, like, how are they just living out in the woods? Oh, it's also very important to mention that uh, the kids, all three kids were tattooed with the mark of the tribe. Yeah, yeah. Except as soon as they show up, like, saying who they are they're like we're the brothers they don't immediately check mm, for the tattoo they, they have a to... literal thing where they can tag people to know who's part of the tribe and they don't immediately go oh you're part of the tribe yeah let's check your necks and they go cool check our next boom like even they know that they could have mentioned that mm-hmm. but because of the story they have to be all hostile to each other what the fuck was this plot hole? <laughs> this was stupid. such a glaring. The rest of it I can look over, if not for this one yeah. thing, which is specifically so they can recognize other people from the tribe and yeah. they don't bring it up. Which also completely ruins Kara's storyline because she's in a cage. Yeah. And her tattoo's not on her neck. It's on her arm. Yeah. It's like, it's it's on the inner point of her arm. They would have seen that probably... Getting her in the cage. Yeah. Because she's not wearing long-sleeved stuff. No one's wearing long-sleeved stuff. No no one's wearing tops in this show. Also, she would have absolutely mentioned, oh, hey, I'm part of your tribe, let me go. Because she doesn't want to be captured unless she's forgotten somehow. The story doesn't make any fucking sense, and it's bad. It's bad so you can have a fucking twist at the end to go, Oh, look, she had the tattoo the whole time. Oh, look, the barbarians had the tattoo. Wow, we're best friends again. (laughs) What? 
You're dumb. Your plot's <laughs> bad. I hate you. It's awful. Oh, it's it's definitely the worst plot hole we've we've encountered throughout. At least these bad movies don't have glaring plot holes. No, like a lot of them are like we've got to get to from point A to point B. Bad stuff happens along the way. This film is like we're trying to have plot points. Why why didn't you go around like this way? You could could have yeah. been easier. Why didn't you do this? No, this is like yeah. No, you should have done this because it actively would have helped you yeah. and stopped you doing bad. Things. Yeah, it's 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 dumb for the sake. It's bad. It yeah. made me mad as soon as, as soon as they revealed the tattoos on the neck and it's like, oh hey, they're part of the tribe. I was like, what? Yeah, you literally just tried to hang them. Yeah, it's obviously so the hanging scene can just be in. The hanging scene is so dumb. That was the first moment when I went, oh, I was enjoying this on, like, a dumb, campy level, but now these two brothers are ruining it. Yeah, no, this is where the point of the movie goes from, uh, okay, fun, campy movie, to a bad movie. This is it. Because they're being hung, and the joke is, I could break free of my chains. The joke is, I can go (gasps) inside the neck thing, and it makes it so it falls off, because I'm moving my neck. He he breaks the noose <laughs> mm. by doing that breathing thing and like flexing his neck muscles. You can't do that with your neck. I understand break the next one who breaks his bonds and then like rips the tree down. It's fair enough. That's good. That works mm. for me. But the neck one, nope, yeah. nope. But he he does that thing, the the breathing laugh, and this is the first time we hear it in the film, and oh boy, I was like, I I like physically went, oh boy, I hope they don't do that again. Uh, they do. Fuck me, dude. Oh. And he goes, <laughs> that's his laugh. It's... That's his laugh throughout the film. And it must be awful. a thing he actually does, because there's no other reason. Like no one would write no. that and think that's funny. That's something where he's like, hey, I've got this funny idea that my character does this really bad laugh. It's a really funny joke. I definitely think it's his idea or something like that it's a dumb thing i don't think he does it outside this film though i would hope not yeah but i wouldn't put it past him but anyway they all team up they team up with uh, soon to be revealed as kara and they go to a tavern to get some weapons like arm wrestle with this guy who owns a bunch of weapons mm, i liked i liked the tavern because there's the sexy lady that's doing a dance for the guys and then they go have this arm wrestling match with this dude <laughs> And over the other side of the tavern, once the fight breaks out, this lady screams. Like, she would have had to be looking at them and actively, like, watching from the other side of this long-ass room. Yeah. And she just decides to scream, and then they have a fight. They have a big fight, and they don't manage to get any weapons. It's a completely unimportant sequence. Uh, Yes. It doesn't really matter. Yeah, they hype up this weapon dude, and he's nothing. No. Then Kara realizes, oh, the queen, Canary, is being kept inside the king's harem. And there's a secret passage to get into the harem. Turns out it's literally just this passage that goes from part of the city into the room. This is covered yes. up by like a boulder. <laughs> it's this... To be fair, you'd need to be two big barbarian boys to move said boulder. You would. But like... Why don't they have something on the other end of the tunnel? Why is there this long-ass tunnel? I think it's, like, supposed to be an escape route. I guess. That's my theory. My theory would be it's, like, 
oh, the palace is being attacked, there's assassins, I'm going to use the secret passage into the main yeah. town. Which would make sense. There were those in medieval castles. Except why would you cover it with a giant boulder that will take six people to move? I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah, that one's that one's a bit weird. But I guess maybe it's easier from the inside. Maybe they have a crowbar lever, you know? May, maybe. Maybe the sorceress is like, move! Oh, that's true. Moves. You've got a sorceress. Yeah, that yeah, is yeah. true. I We need to mention this, though. Before they go into the tunnel... They're sneaking around town. Oh, God. And a guard comes up to them, and the brothers are like, we need to act like all these sexy people having sexy times here on the street. Let's make out. Yep. And the two brothers... Yep. And, like, it's not like they've got their heads there, and you don't see anything, and they're obviously just pretending. No, they're they're actually making out. They're snogging. You see it. And... It makes it weirder because they're actually brothers. But uh, I get the idea, though, because that's, you know, that's a thing that you you kiss and people don't want to look at you. Mm -hmm. But... Like, that's an inception and stuff. But why? (laughs) (laughs) Well, it works. The guard looks away. It's another moment where I'm like, is this, like, was this their idea? Because who would write this? Who would write a movie about this where these two brothers make out? It's got to be their idea. I feel like the writing's pretty consistent for these level of ideas, Sandro. You keep saying it's their ideas, but it's quite possible that it's just the writer and this is their idea of funny. If so, I want to meet that writer. Yep. And give that writer a handshake... Uh huh. And then be like, leave my house, dude. <laughs> what? This, this is my house. You came to me. You visited. So you said you wanted leave to visit my and house. tell me. <laughs> and then I'd stab him. Oh, yeah. And then Zach would appear from behind a curtain. Shouldn't have turned your back. And we'd be like, it was our whole plan all along. And then we'd stand above him and he's bleeding and dying out and we'd go... <laughs> <laughs> and I'd go, oh, here, dying guy, have this knife. Actually, I want the knife back. I prefer the knife. <laughs> oh, We'll get to that bit. That's That's at least a bit where I went, okay, this is a dumb, cheesy thing that they do. Mm. But like... It, it makes sense for their characters, and it's yeah. like yeah. a dumb bit. It's a dumb bit that they keep repeating, but it isn't actively annoying. Mm. The breathing in and out, the <sighs> laughter and stuff, it's a repeated joke, and it's actively irritating, and I hated it. Yeah. But that one, I was like, oh, this is a cute little thing. He's like, this guy wants what the other guy has, but as soon as he has it, he yeah, wants realizes. the thing back, you know? That was okay. My problem with it is how much time it took for that whole joke to play out. Oh, yeah, yeah, I was, I was fine with it, though. Honestly, it was the least awful joke. So they go through the tunnel, they're in the harem now, and they're talking to the queen, but it's important that someone else in the room is listening in on them and is going to report to the bad guy later on. That is important yeah. to know. Anyway, she's like, don't free me. Don't do the thing I asked you to do. You have to get the stone first. Yep. What? Yep. Why don't you say, here's what she should have done. She should have gone, remember the stories. Yeah. That's what she should have done in the first scene where she realizes it's the brothers. Because this is what she does now. She goes, remember the stories I told you? That was actually hints to finding the actual gem. Mm. 
Um, that sort of thing. She should have done that in the first place instead of rescue me. Yeah. You know, help me. Which actively would have put them in danger rather than heading them in the right direction. Because now she's like, oh, no, never mind. You go. You go do the quest now yeah. instead of rescuing me. Um, which allows someone to listen in and, you know, things to go wrong. If she had originally mm. just gone hey, remember the stories? And they went, oh, what was the stories? I can't remember. Oh, yeah, it was go defeat this dragon. We need mm-hmm. to go get it. That would have made way more fucking sense. But this movie is a pile of shit. <laughs> yeah, and so she's like, what are, you, what are you doing coming in here trying to rescue me? It's going to get us all killed. What do you mean? You actively told us to come and rescue you. Shut We're up. doing exactly what you Shut told up. me. To. Shut up. You, what are you doing? <laughs> Uh, so then they're like, cool, we gotta go defeat this dragon, let's just go bang some ladies first. They bang all the ladies in the harem. Ha ha ha! Every single one of them! And then they leave, and, uh, well, first they need some sacred weapons to kill the dragon. So they go to the tomb of an ancient king, where uh, there is this man-wolf, this wolf-man. It's the first time in the film where they set up an epic action sequence, only for it to end with, oh, he gets killed by an arrow. Or not an arrow and a chop to the head. All I'm saying is it sucked. Yeah, so so there's this long sequence where nothing happens for ages. And then they find this sort of uh, ancient temple thing. And uh, they get this ancient weaponry. But they're attacked by a wolfman and some, like, undead arms that just pop out of nowhere. Yeah, I, d- I don't know what they were connected to. No one does. <laughs> um, And then, um, yeah, the wolfman attacks them and they chop off its head. Then they, they start flailing its head around and howling, make howling noises. Of course they do. And Kara's like, you two are idiots. And good on her, because she's right. <laughs> um, she's, she's the best character in the film. I mean, I'm so glad she's yeah. on the journey, because it was just the other two I would have lost my mind. Honestly, she was the best character, and I found her kind of annoying. Uh, the barbarians go to the ruby now, but... We know from previous scenes that the sorcerer Mm. and the bad guys have already beat them to it. And the sorcerer uses magic and she takes out the stone and then there's big... She does like Scarlet Witch hands. Yes. Yes. And then, uh... That's that's just magic hands. It's just magic hands. That's how magic works. Then, like, there's a storm above the, the, like, palace where the warlord is and he's like, and he flails his sword around like an idiot. (laughs) Looks like a moron. And I was very confused, because while that's happening, we see the face of the dragon. And, like, what's actually happening is the dragon is killing the is killing the sorcerer. I thought them taking the ruby made the dragon attack the city, which is why the king was kind of, like, flailing around. Oh. So I was very confused for, like, two minutes after this scene. Because I was like, did the dragon just attack the city? Because that's kind of what the editing leads you to believe. But also I was only half paying attention because this film sucks. So it's my bad. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. That's that's fair. That's fair. Look, yeah, no. The, the guy flailing about was just him flailing about because there was weird magic storm. Mm. He doesn't like magic very much. Anyway, he uh, uh, she 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 takes the gem and she's like, "Ha ha! I have the gem. I'm gonna kill everyone." And then the dragon pops up and it's like, "Hey, hey! I'm just a giant head in a tube. I look like a a sausage dog <laughs> that's slimy. <laughs> Achoo! It's the worst dragon I've ever seen. Even worse than CGI dragon from Dragonheart. This is worse than that. Mm. Hey, this dragon. Yeah, but it was scary at least." Scary as in it was like an abomination. It wasn't really a dragon. It was like a, a 
abomination. Yeah, burn that thing. Anyway, the barbarians rock up. Yeah, they rock up. They, re- they realize, oh, the the ruby's gone. Where is it? The sorceress must have took it. And then the dragon shows up, and they're like, we we can't defeat the dragon. Are we going to run or are we going to fight? And they're like, we're gonna we're gonna run. And then Kara comes up with this idea where they hide in a hole. The two mm-hmm. brothers they hide in this hole, this giant pit in the ground. It's somehow there. She mm-hmm. uh, kind of goads the dragon over to her, so the the dragon's neck is hanging over the hole. And then the two brothers kill it by stabbing the neck. Yep. Because they're underneath it. Yep. This is a fair plan. Mm. But one, requires there to be a hole. Two, requires Rotten Tomatoes. The only pictures they have are of them in the hole, which is very funny. <laughs> that to was me. very funny. <laughs> um, it's like, what a random ass picture to be the <laughs> one picture they have. Uh, they The hole to be there. Two, the dragon to not just not look down. Yep. At all. The dragon to have most of its body be a neck as well. Which I guess it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is why she comes up with the plan on the fly, you know? It's just, it's not interesting. I don't think it's stabbing the neck. I thought it was stabbing the stomach. Or maybe it is stabbing the because then they'd climb up into the stomach, so maybe it was the stomach. Yeah. But yeah, like, you know? it's not interesting either. There's no stakes. Yeah, no. It's just, it's dumb. I mean, I mean, look... The stakes aren't killing the dragon so much as is the the threat of the bad guy. You know, the dragon's just an obstacle. But the but the bad guy we've already seen that he just flails around and wastes meaningless time while laughing. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. The bad guy's <laughs> terrible, and that doesn't help the movie in any way, shape, no. or form. Anyway, when they stab the dragon, just slime pours out from its stomach all over them. It turns into Nickelodeon. Yeah, yeah, it does. It really does. And then the dragon dies like a guy doing a bad ambulance impression is what I wrote down. It's like... That's the scream that the the dragon does as it dies. So that was the scene. That was funny. And then they climb inside the dragon's stomach, which is somehow lit up because... I guess the gem's lighting it up. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they find the gem and they grab it. Yeah, they find the they gem. They got it! Yay. Yay! And then as they're walking back out of the Forbidden Land, one, I think it's Gore, he turns to Kara and says, I know you're the sister. And she's like, <laughs> what? And then, um, so he gives her the gem. And yeah. And like, go back to the tribe. And she takes it back to the traveling tribe. Um, meanwhile, the bad guys found found the sorcerer has has whipped up the princess, and he's like, "No, my precious princess, why are you whipped up, you traitorous sorcerer? I hate you." Yeah, boo! Don't have. Ooh, I'm a yeah. scary bad guy. Blah, 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 blah. And then he takes the princess and the rest of his his, his boys, mm. and they go to the swamp. Yeah, is it princess or queen? Hey, who cares? Uh, then they go to the swamp, and she's like, you can't even see the gem, because the gem's only for eagle eyes, and snake eyes would only be blinded. Oh. And then she starts using some magic. Which she could apparently do this whole time. Yep. Is use magic. I think the swamp, because it's in close proximity to the gem, I think is the idea that her magic gets stronger. Maybe, because, yeah, her magic is directly linked to the gem, so... Except, why didn't she use this magic the first thing they did encounter? Like, they could have done this. At the start of the movie, when she's fighting, she could have used some magic to kill some Mm -hmm. goons. And then the sorceress comes in and is like, 
I cancelled out your magic. That would have made more sense. I used my magic to cancel your magic. And she's like, no. But no, she's just had magic this whole time and uses it. And the bad guy freaks out thinking she's trying to escape and stabs her. Just slightly enters his sword into her chest and she's like, oh, tiny stab wound. I'm going to die now slowly. Yeah, the whip wounds look like they whipped deeper. (laughs) Anyway... So she's dead, and so that means that the the ruby has now turned into a stone, because the ruby is directly connected to the queen. The queen. Yeah, and then the uh, the guy, the villain's really sad, but it's boring, and then, um... <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then the... the... The, the village guy's like, oh no, the stone, it's out of power. But then the stone gleams again and they're like, oh, quick, we need to get a new queen. We can have a quick, hurry, bring all the virgins. <laughs> yep. Yep, there's that line, hurry, bring all the virgins. They, uh, they put the stone into the belly button of the only two in the tribe. And both of them fail to to keep the belly the stone in the belly button. It's such a weird scene because we got a close up of the belly, and it, yep. the actors feel awkward. But then Kara's like, "Ah, uh, I'm here," and the guy's like, "Oh, quick, you go, come over here," and then he puts... grab her, and she yells, she protests, she says, "Let go of me, I am no virgin." Yep, it's very funny. <laughs> I liked it, and he was like, no time to be boasting, or something like that, you know. <laughs> and then uh, they put the gem in her belly button, and she becomes the new queen. And then they're like, what? But no, no one outside the tribe can become the queen. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, the twist is finally coming up that we've known since the start of the movie. No! And she reveals that on her inner arm that everyone would have seen already, because no one wears tops in this movie, they, she's got the tattoo and is a part of the tribe. No one, not a single, not a single man, woman, or child wears a top. Uh, so she's now queen. Great stuff. We cut back to the brothers. They are fighting Qatar in the valley. Yes, so he's riding on a horse. They, they're riding on their feet. Um, <laughs> they're riding on the budget of this movie. <laughs> yes, so they got their, their mystical weapons that they use to kill the dragon. Mm. And uh, Qatar rushes them. He's got this magic shield of reflection. That yes. he reflects the sun, but it's so obviously like special effects reflection. It's very yeah, funny. yeah. Uh, he blinds them and then swipes at them. Uh, but during that, they break the shield by just hitting it. <laughs> I guess it's because their weapons are also magic. Probably. Then he's like, "Wow, this shield sucks." He throws that aside. Then he has a new plan. Yes. What is this plan? <laughs> he sheathes his sword and turns his back. He turns his horse around, and they're like. What the fuck? So they start slowly approaching and then he's like, ha ha! And he pulls out two daggers and he just, like, backswing, turns his horse around, ducks down and slices them both with a dagger. Yeah, now they've both got tiny slits on the side of their chests and they're like, ouchie wouchies! And I wrote down, this is the worst final fight ever. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but then uh, he comes around again and they knock him off his horse. This was another thing. This horse and the horse at the very start of the movie, mm-hmm. uh, they get knocked over. So that's that. That looks like those poor poor horses got knocked over. Uh, yeah. So that's a trope. 
that's the that's one of the tropes. Yeah, poor horses. Uh, he gets knocked off his horse and drops his sword. And then the other barbarian picks up his sword. And so now the two barbarians both have a sword. One has one mystic sword. One has the bad guy sword. Mm-hmm. And so the bad guy just pulls a crossbow out of nowhere that he apparently had this whole fight that he could have just pulled out earlier. Yes. Like this crossbow comes out of nowhere and it's like, what? And then he tries to fire the crossbow. <laughs> yep. But just like a, a gun, say, in a movie, yep. crossbow jams. Okay, I had several things. I thought that um, he tried to pull the trigger, but he's using the wrong hand and the wrong hand has his fingers missing. That would make sense. He just doesn't think about it. Because he's, he hasn't used this crossbow in years and he uses the hand with no two fingers. And so mm-hmm. he tries to pull the trigger, but of course his hand doesn't have fingers. Yeah. Which was so dumb. That is dumb. That is somehow as dumb as it jamming, but either one I think works. Because the whole comeuppance thing is, is like, oh, he doesn't have fingers, so he can't pull the trigger of his yeah. crossbow. So that means that, that in many ways the brothers were the people that that completely defeated him. They caused his downfall from the beginning beginning because they then yeet both the swords at him and he gets impaled twice which looked pretty cool i liked the double impalement i quite like that that was the only uh, good bit of uh like stabbing mm, in the entire film and then they join the tribe again as a bunch of dumb jokes and it ends on a freeze frame yeah after doing the grass is greener gag where he's like i want the reins Wait, no, you can have the reins back. I want the whip back. And he's like, oh, I, I, that's okay. I liked the reins better anyway. And the guy's like, oh. Yeah, and then it ends on a freeze frame of them laughing at that joke while a song called Ruby Doll plays. <laughs> <laughs> because, unfortunately, this film doesn't have a, a song in it called The Barbarians, but it does have a song in it called Ruby Doll, which does tie in directly to the Ruby. Uh, and it's mm. one of the worst songs I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> Yeah, it's really bad, and that is the Barbarians. Whew, what a movie! It's quite possibly the most plot hole ridden film we've ever done. Yeah, this has definitely got the most plot holes. The plot makes zero sense, mm. and it's just throughout the movie there are things like, "Why didn't you do this? Why didn't you do this? Why didn't this happen? This makes no sense." Yeah, and it's all so this plot can go on this specific line that they've written out. Yeah. And yeah, it's bad. It's re- it's really bad. And the brothers aren't good. They're not funny. No, they're not good actors. I, I, I guess they're swole. They're, they're okay. <laughs> they are thoroughly okay. I feel like the lines were really bad, and they made the most out of it. But they weren't particularly great. Yeah, I'm I'm very amazed that the director made this that this is his film i think that Mm. is very funny that he was probably so strapped for cash that he was like sure i'll be the second director on this weird fantasy movie so yeah yeah, uh look all in all terrible film Uh, it's it's obviously an oldie i I don't know if it feels like a january movie or not though uh this feels like a january movie to me i would I, i would absolutely i yeah, but I I hate plot holes like this. Mm. They bore into me. They 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 they're like a screw. Yeah. That slowly as because it's throughout the movie, the rest of the movie, the screw tightens. 
Mm. Because the plot hole that happened earlier affects the rest of the movie. Yes. And the more screws you have, and they're all twisting at the same time, and it just bores into me, and it's like an act of torture. So I, I very much hated these plot holes, and it drove me insane watching this movie. And mm. also that laughing. I hated it so much that I just want to give it the January. Just for that. Just for mm. that. Or we could give it the <gasps> award, which is the no, worst. No, no, I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to hear that sound ever again in my life. To be honest. Yeah, all right. I think this definitely deserves the January movie award. This is a big old January yeah. film. This so. is definitely a January movie. This yeah. felt like it came out in January to yeah. me. Honestly, this could easily have just been a random January movie. This is the most January movie I think we've done. Oh, Quartermain. Oh, no, that was trying to be a film. Yeah, yeah, because it's not so much bad. It's just a January film. Yeah. It's like a, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's just like a why, why put money towards this? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, the the studio's ashamed of this film, so they release it in January, (laughs) hoping no one sees this. And this is a canon group film, and if they're ashamed of this, it's gotta be awful. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, uh, great. Well, that means uh, it's time for Add and Remove, uh, the segment where we can add one thing and remove one thing. If I'm gonna add anything, it would be a decent fight. Because if you're mm. going to compare this movie to um, maybe not Quartermain, but maybe something like Conan the Destroyer, the sequel that wasn't yeah. particularly great, I mean we gotta we gotta do we gotta you know compare it to something equivalent where it is this is literally trying to rip off Conan, yeah, and try and get that big barbarian energy going, yeah, and it is quite similar to the sequel in that it's quite cheap, it's a stupid adventure. And, uh, you know, not as good as the first one either. But it does feel a lot like the sequel. Yet the sequel, while really bad, had that cool scene with the sorcerer and the, and the, the mirrors. Yeah. It had pretty decent fights that had... I, I would go and watch The Destroyer again. Mm. Just, for, just for some of those cool, cool scenes and stuff. Definitely. So that's what it did. It did one thing well. Yes. Whereas this movie didn't. <laughs> this film did not at all. So I think that's the one thing I would add is some decent fights like in Conan. And the one thing yeah. I would remove is the Barbarian Brothers. Get rid of them. Recast them with someone else. Wow. Just, just any other wow, two actors. you hated them. They are, they're not good. I'm sorry. You, you, you two, if you're listening. I was... Oh, yeah, okay. I was okay with them. I just felt like they, their ongoing gags sucked. Yeah. That's all right. So what I would add was a better villain... Because mm. a villain, villain is the antithesis of, to the to the good guys. So you got to have a good good guys and good bad guys. So the villain needs to be way more smarter. Mm-hmm. All the plot holes throughout this movie need patching. So there's no there's no doing there. So I can't really fix this movie. I'd have to change like every aspect of this movie. So instead, mm-hmm. I'm going to propose a sequel. Okay, let's go. Haven't had a sequel in a while. The Destroyers. <laughs> the Destroyers. Yeah, because it's Conan the Barbarian, Conan the Destroyer. The Barbarians, the Destroyers. It follows them after all this happening, where one of them has to marry Kara to become the the, the king of the tribe. Aren't they related? 
That's how I read it. I thought they were all siblings. All right, sure. Oh, maybe they are. I don't know. Or maybe they're they're sent out of the tribe to try and find wives or something. I don't know. They they look cast more females. No, no, no. They marry Kara. We're not going to cast more women. No, 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 no. Don't worry. They gotta they gotta have barely any acting whatsoever in this film. They're ah. just gonna be they're just gonna be beautiful girls. That's the one thing that they need to do. So what's okay. gonna happen is they're gonna go out and they're gonna be like, we need to we need to get some wives, get some kingdoms going, but. There's an evil king that's caused all this misery in the land. Oh, no. Which is why um, he's actually the guy who sent the warlord after oh. the gem. And his name is... John Cena! Ba, 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 ba. He'd do it. Yeah, he would make a great villain. <laughs> hey, you know what? It's John Cena. <laughs> Yay! Oh, and he's a great counterpart because he's also super buff. He is. So he's he's playing the evil king, uh, let's call him Falcor. I want to call him Falcor. <laughs> Evil King Falcor. Alright. Because right. cause, cause that was the first name I thought of, and I'm like, yes. For some reason, the first name I thought of was Mustafar. Mustafar Falcor. Oh, it's like an Italian mob boss. <laughs> yes, exactly. And that's how he's going to be a king. We've got John Cena playing an Italian mob boss who is a king... Like, he's not an actual, but he acts like an Italian mob boss. <laughs> My name's Mustafa Falco, see? Ah, I see you've come into... Come into my kingdom, looking to fight with me. So, yeah, yeah, they find out that he's sent after this gem. And so they they travel through uh, the harsh lands, the bad lands, oh. as they're called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To the, the castle... And uh, they go through some trials and tribulations. Mm-hmm. We get some actual fighting with some bandits. Mm-hmm. And we'll make this fighting actually like like the Conan fighting, where they just yeah. kind of bat each other. And the same tink noise plays over and over again. Yes, correct, correct. <laughs> uh, but at least there's some fighting, you know? Yeah. And then they get to the kingdom, and the king's like, well, you may have my daughter's hands in marriage, because he's got two daughters, obviously. Of course, they're both twins and look alike, making it even creepier. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but you must do these couple of tasks. Oh, shit. Yeah, and then, then he does some, like, he does some impossible tasks yeah. for them to do. Like a Hercules sort of. Yeah, do a Hercules sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And then when they come back after doing these crazy, wacky tasks where they get into some adventures... They come back and he's like, all right, and the last task will be to defeat me. So <laughs> classic. <laughs> yes. And they just both throw their swords at him and he gets skewed. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. In the last scene they go, because uh, earlier on in the film, it's like they talk about just throwing their swords or something. And it's like, nah, that would never work. This time they just look at each other. They take one look, they nod, and then they just yeet the swords at him. And he's like, oh, and they just stabbed <laughs> Yes! Perfect oh, ending. Perfect. So, yeah. I like that idea. Alright. Well, review time. It's time for. Oh. <laughs> I knew you were going to do it. Yeah, yeah. Oh. You, you still weren't prepared. Oh, it's bad. There was not enough mental oh. preparation for that. So, first off, we have Robert, who says. In an ancient time, twin bodybuilders try to find a magic ruby and kill the evil king who enslaved them as children. Moronic, 
but hilarious. Mm. Oh, yeah, and these are Rotten Tomato reviews. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone knows the Rotten Tomato reviews. Nah, it's-, it's probably some new listeners. Hello, new listener. Hell, hell. It's where you are now entering. <laughs> yeah, this is hell. Rotten Tomatoes audience scores. This, so these are all audience scores, not, no critics scores, because critics are wrong. There weren't any available for this movie anyway. <laughs> yeah, which always helps. <laughs> um, out of five, I'm going to say that gets a, you know, 2.5. Actually, no, two. Two to two. Two, two, two. Two. two, two, two Ooh, two, you were two, close. Two, it was actually 0.5. No, it was not close at all. I don't know why you said <laughs> I was close. I said it because you would be excited for a mere moment <laughs> before I crushed your dreams. That's true. Uh, yeah, so Gene says, love this movie, but can't find it on DVD. Aww. So sad, Gene. So can't find it on DVD. It's probably a good thing. I think it is on Blu-ray. Wow, really? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say that's, pro- that's probably quite positive. So I might go mm. 3.5, actually. It's actually 5 out of 5. Why? Uh, she loves this movie. She can't even find it on DVD. If she's been searching for it on DVD, she's clearly a fan, that's true. Sandro. That's true. I feel like that's on you this time. That's true, actually. You, 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 should, uh, you should get along with this guy. You, you and him can relate on a fundamental level. Mr. Mm. D says, uh, so, so this is where Game of Thrones ripped everything off. They don't have a dragon that looks like a skinny dog, though. <laughs> it's true. Oh, like a skinned dog. Like a skinned dog. Was Game of Thrones before this? I think the book might have actually come out before this. Probably. No, the book was 96, so... Ah. Nine years too late. So this is where Game of Thrones this ripped is, it all off. This is where it started from. Uh, that's probably a... Two. It doesn't sound positive to me. It's four out of five. <laughs> These audience reviews. Don't worry. I think uh, I think Tristan's got your back. I, I think said that you last time. <laughs> no, 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 no. Tristan, you know, you know what Tristan's all about. Three stars. Oh. Because we don't get to see movies like this anymore. Oh wow. Okay. So many problems with that review. <laughs> and also, like. Watch any other 80s film and there's more songs. Yeah, it's not a classic. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, that mm, says three stars. So I'm actually yep. going to believe this guy and say three stars. It was three stars. It was yeah, three okay. stars. All right. All right. You didn't, you didn't psych yourself out. No, no, no. And, and choose a different thing. No. All right. We've got a, a couple more. We've got uh, Karam who says, it's awesome in a lame B movie sort of way. 4.5. No, four out of five, actually. It's 2.5 out of 5. All right. (laughs) See, this is the legitimate review I put at this point to throw you off because you've been doing... I put whack-ass reviews for the rest of it. So you're like, all right, this sounds like it would be a 2.5, but all the other ones have been weirdly positive or something. I'll just do... And then uh, finally, we have what we can all agree on, which is uh, Nico says... Best worst movie ever. Oh, it's either half a star or five. And I'm going to go five. Because this film's got 50% of Rotten Tomatoes. That's true. It's a three out of five. Oh, it's not even the best then, apparently. <laughs> should have should have gone for that 50%. Because you know 50%, that's closer to, to that's three. That's right, that's right. Well, The best worst movie ever. That is the episode then. Yep. Thank you so much for uh, putting up with us talking about... 
and losing our minds with the barbarians this week. What a movie. What a movie that we witnessed. It's good to be back to the real roots of this show. <laughs> um, complete shit. Complete garbage. All right. Okay, if you want to hear us talk about more garbage, you can. Uh, we do have our Patreon. If you sign up for mm. five US dollars a month, you get two bonus episodes a month, plus also maybe some extra new movie reviews. Because um, we yep. need to do Godzilla vs. Kong, might be doing uh, Mortal Kombat eventually. So, yeah, all that stuff on there. Uh, link in the description. Most recent episode was on Mannequin, and that film, Whole Boy. Was a film. If you want to get in touch with the show, you can on Facebook, emails, Instagram, YouTube, links to everything in the description. And I think that's all we need to mention. Oh, and if you want to help out the show, just tell a friend. That also helps out as well. Or yeah, review us if on you like iTunes. It, if, you, if, you, if you made it all this way, tell a friend. Be like, hey, have you heard this podcast? And it'd be like, mm. what? I haven't spoken to you in years. Why are you talking to me now? And he's like, I'm just be like, hey, this is a good podcast. You should check it out. Yeah. It's like, we met, we met in preschool and we haven't talked since. Why are you talking to me now? And it's like, it's a good podcast. Just saying. It's like, and they'll be like, well, thank you for telling me. I'll check it out. I'll, I'll check That's it out how, we, how it will go. What are we doing next week? Well, you have a couple of choices. A couple. Uh, one of them is the one you have to do. And Have to do? And Yes. And one of them's another one. Oh, so no. we have Law of Desire. Oh, the one I have to do with a title like that. Yes. Uh, Spanish comedy thriller oh. about a director and his boyfriend. Uh, it's, a, it's a big festival hit. Nice. All right. So a good film, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Big, good film. Lots of people. And then we have Police Academy 4. Shit. Pew, Citizens on Patrol. Oh. This Police Academy film is about the original characters training a group of new recruits who are actually civilians. Wasn't that the plot of three? I think that was the plot of three. That was the exact plot of three. Wow. Well, I guess I have to pick Police Academy number four. Seeing as we've already reviewed the other one on Patreon and stuff, yeah, we should probably uh, review Police Academy four. Can't be worse than the other ones, right? Sandro, mm. why would you say that? <laughs> you fool. I'm so excited. I'm so excited oh, for number four, dear. the one where the cast members didn't return afterwards. It's going to be great. Really? Wow. I think it's the last one with like Mahoney and stuff, yeah. All right, next week. Police Academy 4, Citizens on Patrol. I wonder if this one will have a story. I hope so. Can't have worse of a story than this movie. That's true. Actually, it won't have as many plot holes. You're probably right. Right? All right, we'll wrap it up there with the best quote uh, from the Barbarians. My favorite quote has to be... (laughs) My favorite quote has to be, Hurry, bring all the virgins! (laughs) All right, I'll go with my my favorite quote, which is just after that. Wait, there's only two virgins in the entire drive? (laughs) But I will end with the audience's favorite quote not yeah. ours because we hate it but the audience yeah, yeah. their favorite quote i will then channel them mm-hmm. let me just get a feeling of where they're at yep their favorite quote is definitely <laughs> that hurt it hurts to do and to listen to it sounds like a cow giving birth <laughs> 
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.